This is Made in Montana News from the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Governor Steve Bullock has filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Postal Service and Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, saying changes made to the Postal Service could affect the ability of Montanans to vote by mail in November. The lawsuit, filed in U.S. District Court in Great Falls, says that the Postal Service did not follow its own guidelines in changing policies that have directly harmed Montana residents by impeding the flow of mail. Bullock says, quote, Since becoming Postmaster General in June, Louis DeJoy has taken steps to undermine an institution that since this nation's founding has defied the odds and delivered the mail. The attorneys general in 15 other states have filed similar lawsuits. According to the lawsuit, slowdowns in the delivery of mail have affected medical prescriptions, applications for jobs and education opportunities, and farming supplies. Tuesday's filing cites eliminating overtime pay for certain postal workers, decommissioning sorting machines, removing mailboxes, reducing operating hours, and changing how election mail is classified and charged. The lawsuit says that changes to the Postal Service could interfere with residents' ability to vote. Forty-five of Montana's 56 counties will conduct the November election primarily by mail. The lawsuit states that these slowdowns particularly affect older Montanans, people living in rural farming and ranching communities, and those living on tribal land. Bullock asked the court to require DeJoy and the Postal Service to take steps to undo those policies. It comes after the Postal Service removed 25 collection boxes and planned to remove 30 more in Montana before the November election. The 25 boxes have been replaced. Many of those collection boxes in Bozeman were removed and came from predominantly Democratic areas. That's according to the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. DeJoy was appointed Postmaster General in June, the first non-career Postal Service appointee to the office in decades. He gave President Trump's campaign over $1.5 million before his appointment and has given $3.2 million to various Republican campaigns, according to the New York Times. Montana emergency officials say 28 homes were lost in a wildfire in Gallatin County. KECI-TV reports several outbuildings were also lost in the Bridger-Foothills fire that began on Friday. The fire had burned 11 square miles and it resulted in the evacuation of at least 200 people by Monday afternoon. Crews mopped up and extinguished embers while creating fuel breaks along the fire's border on Monday, according to Custer Gallatin National Forest spokesperson Mariah Lashane Lonergan. Residents who evacuated were temporarily allowed into their homes on Monday. Residents are being encouraged to make financial donations to a relief fund. The Gallatin County Sheriff's Office says it has received large donations of water, Gatorade, and snacks to, quote, last the entire projected life of the fire. Officials are investigating the cause. Employees at a museum in Montana 
have said that several tribal and historic artifacts were saved from a fire at a cultural center for the Confederated Salish and Kootenai tribes. That fire may have killed the suspected arsonist. Firefighters found the body of 33-year-old Julian Michael Draper in the back office at the People's Center on Sunday, according to the Missoulian. Lake County Sheriff Don Bell says camera footage showed Draper entered the building through the back door prior to the fire. Bell said that Draper is the only suspect and that he had been arrested a week earlier for starting a fire nearby. Bell could not definitely say, however, what ignited the fire. The fire burned at the center on Sunday but never reached either the museum wing or the education section on the other end of the building. Everything in the museum was saved and removed on Monday. The cost of the damage to the center has not been determined and investigation is ongoing. A Montana tribal college will waive tuition and fees for the fall semester in an effort to ease hardships created by COVID-19. Little Bighorn College on the Crow Indian Reservation will offer both online-only and hybrid courses to limit the number of students on campus. That's according to President David Yarlot. The college is using federal coronavirus funding to offset the loss of tuition. Bighorn County, where the college is located, has been hit hard by COVID-19. 735 cases and 19 deaths, two of which were announced by the county health department on Wednesday. Montana has reported 90 new cases of COVID-19 on Wednesday, as the total number of known cases since mid-March nears 8,500. The number of people who are known to be currently infected in Montana has surpassed 2,000. 124 people have died, with five reported on Wednesday, and 163 are hospitalized, according to the state. The number of cases is thought to be far higher because not everyone has been tested, and people can be infected with the virus and can spread it without showing symptoms. A Florida man pleaded guilty on Wednesday to a federal drug trafficking charge filed after he was stopped for speeding in south-central Montana. The U.S. Attorney's Office for Montana says 30-year-old Nicholas James Imhoff of Cape Coral, Florida, was arrested after a trooper's canine dog alerted him to drugs in the vehicle. Officers found more than 280,000 doses of meth. Tests showed it was 98% pure. It was in his rented minivan. Imhoff faces a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years in prison for possession with intent to distribute meth. A sentencing date has not been set. Democrats across Montana are calling for Republicans to condemn President Donald Trump after an Atlantic magazine story quoting unnamed sources say President Donald Trump disparaged American war dead and wounded as losers and suckers. Lieutenant Governor Mike Cooney, who's seeking to become Montana's next governor, quickly condemned the president's comments and repeated a call for his opponent, Republican U.S. Representative Greg Gianforte, to do the same. Governor Steve Bullock has noted that his opponent, Senator Steve Daines, has yet to denounce the comments. 
and U.S. Senator John Tester, a Democrat and the ranking member of the Senate Committee on Veterans Affairs, called the reported comments, quote, offensive and deeply unbecoming of America's commander-in-chief. The allegations in the story were later confirmed by other news outlets, including the Associated Press, the Washington Post, CNN, and Fox News. The Lewis and Clark County Commission has approved a plan to place armed security officers at the county courthouse. Commissioners approved a contract with the security firm Securitas and will pay about $236,000 a year for three officers in the courthouse on weekdays. Under the contract, two Securitas officers would be on duty at the courthouse from 7.30 to 5.30 on weekdays. A third officer would be there from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The county will pay about $236,000 for the three officers. The contract is set to run through October 1st of 2022. Everyone entering the courthouse will now have to come in the east door across from the Myrna Loy to be scanned. Four new security cameras will also be installed. If you need to hear this report again, please check our podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states and provinces, in 15 countries on six continents, and Upwards of 500 listeners a day. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KMER, in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.